appreciators, before we begin our podcast review of Top Gun Maverick, I wanted to hop in here real quick and make a brief correction. So listening back to the episode, I realized I kept referring to Jennifer Connelly as Demi Moore. I got my actresses mixed up, and before anyone reached out to me to issue a correction and tell me that I'm a dumb idiot, I just wanted to make the correction myself because Jennifer Connelly turned in a great performance in this movie and she deserves due credit. Not that she's listening to the professional appreciators, but just for my own peace of mind, I wanted to make that correction. So if you hear me say Demi Moore, disregard that. It is Jennifer Connelly. Okay, right on to the episode. Hello and welcome to a super special episode of the Professional Appreciators Podcast. I am Andrew and I am joined by my wingman. <laughs> oh yeah. My guys. eyes in the skies. <laughs> Evan. Yeah, that's right. I'd never leave you behind. You always got my six. I got your back, baby. It, but Let's if I'm turn like, and burn. But if I'm like turned around, you also got like my twelve. I got case, all angles covered. Yeah. If I'm going if Don't I'm, worry. If I'm going Mach ten, yeah. You'll go mock. 11 to keep up with me i'll do whatever needs to be done well in case you can't tell we just got out of the theater watching top gun maverick yeah here's all i can say i love movies what is there to be said just go see it i i just like just go see it yeah like for real just go see it i don't every time i watch in the last like five years a tom cruise action movie i come out like feeling re like reinvigorated for my passion and love of cinema they just keep getting better and better and better and better and better he just keeps doing it like yeah he just keeps surprising me it really does feel like tom cruise no joke feels like whether he thinks he's called by God, whatever Scientology alien he worships, he's called by some higher power to save the movie theaters. To and he seems so dedicated to doing it. Yeah, to hoist cinema upon his back. Yeah, and carry it to the promised yeah. land. I just people were so excited to be there and see that movie. Dude. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. It was like we were there at the late showing. 9:45 which that's at, pretty at, late here at this age in our lives that's the late show that's pretty late like for our area yeah. that's pretty late to go see a movie and that theater was packed and it was full of people age range from like 12 to 65 like yeah. it was people yeah, we, were pumped we almost to be didn't there. get into this showing because you know we we ride or die dolby yeah and our our theater I think only has two Dolby screens. Well, one IMAX, one and IMAX, one and one Dolby. Yeah, so yeah. they have one Dolby. So it's yeah. like you really got to be on your game to get it. So I checked earlier today. Yeah. Every non front row seat was taken. Yeah. And then right before I bought an IMAX screening, Dude, I, I checked it. Tom Cruise must have known. Yeah, he knew there were two seats like smack dab in the middle of the theater. It was perfect. And, they uh, were perfect. Yeah. And so we got to experience it in, in Dolby surround atmosphere sound, just like oh, it's beautiful. It was so loud and crazy. That like I don't even know. I was driving here thinking, like, what are even my thoughts on this? Like, what is there to be said? Yeah. Just go see it. It's just like, just go see it. Yeah, I really do feel like I was whisked away on a on a jet plane 
taken to high altitude, got flipped, turned around, tumbled. We got in a bind there for a little bit. Yeah, and then, like, you know, pulled the ejection. The ejection wasn't working. I had to stay in the cockpit, and somehow I landed back on Earth, and I'm a little disoriented. But somehow, because we are the professional appreciators, we are going to gather ourselves, and we're going to talk about this. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, first off, like, we got to start with Tommy. Tommy Boy, Tommy Cruz, the Maverick himself. Um, This movie... He's just such a maverick. Yeah. Above everything else, I think what this movie is doing is it's Tom Cruise's own declaration on how he sees himself as an actor, as a movie star, as an action star. Hmm. You know, there's that scene kind of like after the the opening where he's pulled, and this is, a, I guess, this is a spoiler discussion. So, I don't know. It's not really a type of movie, really, where like spoilers matter. I mean, that much. there there are spoilers. Yeah, right. But it would be we'd have to dig pretty deep into our yeah. pockets, I think, to to get there. It's not one of those movies where like if you just know certain things that happen at the beginning, it's, it's like, like oh, 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 he's a pilot. Oh, oh he's a pilot. Dang. Yeah. I was gonna see that. Um, <laughs> no point now. But yeah, but there's a point at the beginning where like they're kind of making comments like you know, yeah, oh, these new planes are gonna gonna eliminate you. Yeah, you and won't be, you'll be obsolete. You'll be obsolete, and Tom Cruise is basically like, I don't know if I have anything to say about it. And it's just so obvious, like, it's like on a metatextual level, the, movie, they, the movie's saying like, hey, movies are changing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this type of action star, like you, who does most of his own stunts, and It's does, all, like, very practical. Does like, non-superhero movies, like, yeah. that's going away, man. It's all being self- like self-automated it's going to be cgi yeah. and it's almost tom cruise like hold my beer watch you know this what I mean? yeah <laughs> they keep saying too it's not the plane it's the man in the box yes the tv box yeah right tom cruise is the man in he's the, the man in the box baby yeah and just like right off the bat that kicks off the movie and it just really kind of sets the tone for like what tom it, it this movie is like tom cruise's like thesis as an action star Mm. and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh really simple but um effective commentary on like the old ways versus the new way you know like there's this whole thing about like oh the enemy has these new planes we can't keep up with we have older planes tom cruise is an older character he's an older actor Mm -hmm. and this idea like can he keep up like can the old compete with the new technology versus analog like there's all that stuff going on in the movie and it's none of it's like highbrow or like super complicated but it's it's effective yeah. enough to like work just that like the idea that like your personality and like the essence that a human being brings matters yeah. more than anything else yeah, yeah. And, and it's working because this movie is a hit with the critics i, I just looked at my phone like it has like a 97 percent rotten tomatoes whoa um I think it's projected to make a buttload of money. And part of that is like, yes, it, it it's not like an original film. Sure. It is a sequel, legacy sequel. But, I mean, Top Gun is a popular movie. But I don't think it's a movie that inherently on its own, it could just make a lot of money if it wasn't good. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I, uh, yeah, I actually rewatched the other top the original top gun last night all right all right man still makes me sad it's still it still cuts deep 
But uh, no, I feel like this movie, it really, um, it didn't necessarily do anything like original. I don't want to say that like, I mean, it did a lot of things really well and it did original things as far as action goes. I don't want it to make it sound like they, they are cutting new ground as far as some of these like stunts that they're doing and the way that they were doing it. Like the characters or the actors were really being like flown around in yeah. jets. Like you could tell that it was like hap like they were really feeling the effects of yeah. flying in a plane and like pulling G's. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure a lot of the wider shots of the planes were like professionals. Sure. Like military, like it goes to the point that like th- those planes were flying. Yeah. yeah. But all, and they were inside of them, but all that being, or uh, I guess like the close ups, they yeah. were inside of them. But that being said, like this movie is supposed to be fun. Like, yeah. and it, I think it accomplished every single goal that it set forth to accomplish, which was like, we want this to be fun. We want people to have like, a thrill ride and it was like extremely thrilling and it's yes uh pulling from a movie that was extremely popular in the 80s and they're pulling some of these characters back in but they didn't do it in a way it was it was like parts of it were kind of corny but in like an enduring way you know what i mean where it was like it was just like so they didn't over like they didn't beat a dead horse with like any of the old stuff that was so popular from the original Top Gun. Yeah. They just like seasoned, seasoned it up with just some of the original stuff to kind of like yeah. set that hook a little bit. Yeah. Well, and they then, opened, they opened with that montage of the, the planes landing and had that Kenny Loggins song. I like how they had the Kenny Loggins song. They and just they didn't kinda, change it. It was just the same song. And I was like, if it ain't broke, baby. The, they didn't like, they didn't keep bringing it back. They just put it nope. at the very beginning just yep. like to let you know, like, okay, we're getting it yep. out of the way. Well, we and it was like, it. well, and it was like, of course, you, you hear it and you're like, huh, yeah. they brought the song back. They but then back. you're kind of just like, yeah, they brought the song it back. Still like, works. They just didn't even, it's, there's almost like a, um, it's like a beautiful amount of just like not overthinking it. Yeah, it feels like they just didn't Dude, overthink that's, it. That's they one were of the like, maxims in the film, which is don't think, do. Whoa. Yeah. We just did that. We just that was a complete we, accident. We tied it all together. <laughs> wow. No, but it was just like it felt like they were doing. They just weren't overdoing any part of the movie. And then there's a point where it shifts and becomes more dramatic and really it's at the point of the movie where they have built the characters to a point where you really start to care about the choices that they're making and what they're doing and it takes a dramatic turn and the last um the last act of the movie like i think really surprised both of us yeah uh on some levels some things you could see like okay i feel like it's gonna go this way yeah but it really kind of uh surprised me yeah tom cruise is raging against the machine of 
like modern Hollywood action movies. And he's doing his own thing. He's doing his own thing. And it really yeah. is a testament of like his sheer force of will, because you can tell like, just like his, <laughs> his character in the movie, but try in real not life, to try not to say lines from mission impossible <laughs> yeah, movies yeah. in this room. <laughs> he's the manifestation of destiny. Um, no, but like you can just tell Tom Cruise takes this so sticking seriously. The movie opens with Tom Cruise himself, like you know, not the actual movie, but like yeah. in the theater. Tom Cruise has a little PSA, like, like I'm so thankful you're here. We made this for you. We worked so hard for you, and, and you believe it. Yeah, like I can tell he cares so much about the theatrical experience. And in the movie, you can see he's trying so hard to deliver the biggest thrills he can without a ton of CGI without yeah. a ton of like, I love superhero movies, but without reliance on like people pointing the screen, go, I know that character. It's right. all just reliance on like charisma, humor, well, real, and real action. And like, it's not all hundred percent real, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. the fact that it's real planes. Well, and there are very few uh, original cast members and, and characters yeah. in this, in this movie. It's like, it's, almost all new characters yeah. that they're introducing. This movie would 100% work if the original, like if the story was exactly the same right. and the original Top Gun didn't exist and everything that happened in Top Gun was just character backstory for this movie, it would yeah. still work. Yep, yep. And I just love that it's a modern blockbuster where the the greatest external threats aren't some giant CG monster yeah. or motion caption person. Nothing wrong with that. That's great, but like really the forces work against the characters well, it's are like, natural forces gravity yeah. air bullets like there's and time well, and your own your your own mind your yeah, own limitations your own mind. yeah but also i totally there is nothing wrong with the other stuff like cgi monsters and like no, all but that we're stuff just, we're but we're, yeah, we're saying inundated with we're it. saying this is different yeah. this is something that's cut a new path that's and it's funny to say that because it is an older property, mm-hmm. but it is very much cutting a new path. And like, for all the reasons that you've said, where it's like, it's not over CGI. It's very practical. It's, um, it's really kind of bringing these characters in these like larger than life situations down to earth and trying to humanize them yeah. and, and kind of bring you in, um, emotionally uh, because there was like an emotional core to the movie that I thought was pretty effective like oh yeah by the end of it, it was, i was like it was nuts and bolts simple but yeah that's all you need yeah but it was very effective and that's that's the thing don't don't think do well that's the thing it's proof that modern movies are moving in the direction of like the only way to get butts in seats and the only way to get people interested is to include all these characters people already know familiar properties and, and you know like, like you know, CGI and blah, 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 blah. And I think Tom Cruise is proving, no, what you need is people who care, who mm. actually care and are passionate about making thrilling movies yeah. and pouring their heart and soul into it. And like just technical prowess, technical skill. Like yeah. Tom, that's why Tom Cruise keeps bringing back Christopher McQuarrie. And yeah. he worked with uh, Joseph Kaczynski, the director of this movie, on Oblivion. Like, he's bringing back people he's worked with. Christopher McQuarrie, if he's not directing a movie Tom Cruise is in, like, he's the latest Mission it Impossibles. Or punching he's it, helping up, it up. Or... Christopher McQuarrie punched up um, the Not Live, Die, Repeat, um, uh, 
what its actual name was. Uh, oh. <laughs> Why do you want to say its actual name? I don't uh, know. Yeah, you, you know. Die, what I mean. uh, die again. Die again. <laughs> die again. Die another day. That's James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Live, die, repeat. Um. Uh, oh no! no what, what is, is it? Oh, what <laughs> Live, is it? die, repeat. Uh, it's not Oblivion, but they came out around the same time, <laughs> yeah. so it is confusing. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Live, die, repeat. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. So he he punched up Edge of Tomorrow. He punched up Ghost Protocol before he even started directing the Mission Impossibles. Yeah. He wrote this. Like The reason I think he's bringing these people back because he knows these people are skilled enough to get the job done he trusts them yeah um well and it seems they like share the same passion and i don't not to say that it's all christopher mccory but like no no i feel like whenever he's involved it seems like the story's always going to take a slight turn that you don't expect yeah it's it, like it's a step away from a twist it's not like a twist ending or anything right. but it definitely take it seems like the story always goes in a way where it's like like there's an extra bit that you weren't expecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's an extra beat or yeah. Like little something that just takes you out of rhythm and like, he'll make you think what they're doing, like a final mission or final objective. And then yeah. he'll, he'll throw in like, Oh, that actually wasn't the final objective. You yeah. Know? And it's really effective. Yeah. And it's super fun. Yeah. It's just really it's just fun. a lot of fun. And again, I'm just impressed that, it's almost like it's so he makes it look so simple he really does yeah. he makes it look so simple um because i mean honestly a, a bunch of other people could try and make this movie and it would just be fall flat and so yeah well um, i feel like i feel like the idea is simple but yeah. the execution is very very difficult where it's like okay so i'm going to fly a lot of these planes like we're going to put actors in jets like we're yeah. going to do everything practical. Like that's complicated. That's hard. Yeah. But the idea is a very simple idea. It's like, we're actually going to film actors doing what they're doing in the movie, like to the closest possible, like realism that we can because, you know, get like, away with. And maybe we can share like how we felt while watching it. But there were certain scenes where I, I was like tensing up because, well, you can see too, like their face skin, is like getting pulled from yeah. like, like, I don't know if you, I don't know how you would fake that or film that in a way that would yeah. make it happen other than just like feeling the pressure of yeah. like G force. I don't know how real like the planes being shot down was. I don't, I don't know about that aspect, but it, it looked and felt so real. Like anytime an engine like was blown up or a plane was shot down or crashed into the side of a, yeah. of a mountain or something. And Again, like I, it's so crazy that there there's a scene in the movie where a character just flying straight upwards was one of the most intense things yeah. that happened, and it didn't yeah. involve some menacing character or any violence. It's just like, can he withstand the g like the force of gravity? Yeah, uh, and that's where all the tension relies on. And I I just love that time, gravity, age mental willpower like those were yeah, all the fight against your your own mind yeah. and, and your own physical limits yeah and that that's all you needed and that's i don't fly planes but that's relatable yeah you know, because we're all working against natural forces yeah um and it, it was just so fun it was so funny again we just watched it so i haven't had really like, really that. unexpected moments of like comedy 
Oh yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> it was like yeah, it was. There were two or three moments where it was just like you didn't expect it, but it was really yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that opening where uh, after he kind of like blew oh, yeah. up, blew up that that test jet or whatever it was. Hey, that is a spoiler. It's like the first ten minutes of the movie. Hey, you don't that wanna... opening where he like kind of went past Mach ten. And then had to eject, and he lands in some country bumpkin town. And yeah. he's like, he looks like an astronaut, like just covered in like dirt and grime. And he walks into that kind of like a country diner, and yeah. everyone's looking at him. That was that was hilarious. Let me just say, if you are like an expert in aviation, mm-hmm. I don't know if this would be like a fun movie for you to watch or not. But as someone that knows very little, yeah, it was. Evan Evan straight up googled amazing. how fast Mach 10 was while watching it's like the film. Seven thousand miles an hour. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I'm sure we have more to talk about, but I would say the only thing that's like holding it back from being like a five out of five for me mm. is I felt like in the front half the pacing was a little weird because there's so much training in this film because yeah. the basic plot is bad guy, unnamed bad guys of genuinely the United States, unnamed. unnamed. They have no idea what they country never they're going name against. who it is. There's yeah. some kind of like uranium reservoir that they're hoarding and it's like the, a factory that's going to make it. The U S government wants to get rid of that so they can't use it anyway. So they get a bunch of top pilots to go on this mission impossible to you know what i mean so basically tom cruise has to train them so in the first half it's just there's so much training and because it's training there's not a ton of high stakes involved and it, it got a little monotonous in the first half where it's like okay we're doing this training exercise and we're doing this training exercise and yeah and it, f- ki- it kind of spun its wheels a little bit it's like, okay i know these two characters hate each other oh they still hate each other they're still they also did it seemed like the mission was in three weeks for about eight weeks. Yeah. They're like, the mission's in less than three weeks. And then, like, if what would feel like two weeks would go by, and they'd be like, but what are we going to do? It's in less than three weeks. So <laughs> I, I feel like, narratively, the external tension wasn't felt until, like, the latter half because there's just right. so much training and they did something really smart where in one of the last training exercises, like things got very real and very dangerous, very fast. Yeah. But up to that, it felt all very safe and playful. So you're kind of like, this is fun, but there's no tension. Really. It really, it really just kind of expanded in all ways on the original movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much of the original I've only seen it once and it was a couple of years ago. So, um, but I mean, like a big majority of the movie is training. Yeah. And then there the training gets deadly serious, yep. obviously, with what happens to Goose. And then uh Maverick basically has to choose whether or not he wants to stay or go. Yeah. And he ends up staying and then going and saving yeah. Iceman. Well, I think the greatest thing about Or what... did he save Iceman or did Iceman save him? I think he saved Iceman. Uh, anyway, I think one of the greatest things this did to kind of like up the ante is from what I remember from watching the original Top Gun, I liked it, but I remember thinking like, this was just mostly vibes. Like, yeah, it was, like I said, a bunch of montages and vibes and it really was, it does get serious with goose in that moment. But like, 
for 90% of the runtime, it's just like montages and vibes, and that's fine. When it's like, I don't hate that. That's like... But this one had like a real external mission. It wasn't just like yeah. all schooling. Yeah. And well, they were in the original Top Gun, they weren't getting ready for anything. No, yeah. They were just at Top Gun. This one, like, they're actually getting ready for like a real life kind of like mission. Yeah. It's like you start to have fun and then you realize, oh, yeah, we're going to die. And like we end. said, like once you get into that third act and they do the mission, they do such a good job of making you think like, this is how it's going to end. This is where it's going to go. And then they kind of pull the rug on you and go, oh, wait, no, this is actually the third act. And yeah. While that did make the movie feel longer because internally you're thinking, okay, this was beat one, beat two, third act, beat three. And then it's like, whoa, there's another like 20 minutes. Like, uh, but it's so awesome. It doesn't even matter because, yeah. Nothing matters at that point. It's so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) You're just like, I don't even care. Yeah. He could... (laughs) He could put on an Iron Man suit and like fly into the sky, and I wouldn't yeah, even care. Like, I'm I'm here for whatever, man. <laughs> I am locked in this cockpit with yeah. you. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about uh, uh, not code names. What are the, the call? Oh, call signs. Call signs. Like, how do you get those? Well, the one guy's call sign was Bob. That yeah, Bob. So his I think his is my favorite call sign. I never I never got it cleared up for me whether these people pick them or if other people have to assign it to them uh, it feels like other people have to assign it to them because hangman was like definitely not complimentary yeah because she was like we call him hangman because he always leaves you hanging yeah and we call him bob there's definitely some knee slapper jokes yeah. in the uh yeah. in the, what, in would the movie. A, what would your call sign be my call sign uh well, I guess it has to be like one word, right? It's like I guess so, Bob, Hangman, Phoenix, Maverick, Maverick, Ice, Ice Man. It's two words. Yeah, that's two words, but it's kind of yeah. you know still short. Yeah. Um, I would be coffee stain. <laughs> nothing nothing strikes fear into the yeah. heart of your enemies. Can like, you imagine <laughs> like you're shooting down enemy planes like coffee stain? <laughs> You would you would make it your mission to somehow try and figure out how to fly your jet while, yeah, while enjoying your morning coffee, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and just always spill it on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, coffee stain, get an update. Oh, I'm gonna turn around here. Oh no, man. oh gosh, I'm burning. <laughs> oh no, your engine's on fire. No, I spilled coffee on myself. <laughs> it's worse. Uh, What's your call sign? What would my call sign be? Um, um hmm. <laughs> I'm like sizing you up. Why are you looking at me like I was that? Like, mm, I'm really checking you out. Um, uh, sneak, sneaker boy. Sneak, <laughs> sneaker boy. Sneaker boy. Um It's gotta strike fear in the hearts yeah. of your enemies. Fear into the hearts of my enemies. Yeah. What am I like uh like what's what are you my, notorious for? Uh t- um a punctual man. Uh uh, I try oh. to always be on time. Yeah, but you never reply to a text. So oh. ghost. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Get your ghost. got him. There we go. Boom. There it is. Yeah, it's like ghost. Are you there? <laughs> yeah, I just got your message. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just got it. Just got it. Just yeah, now. I'm actually outside right now. I'm outside. I'm on the ground. Wait, you're not in the air. Who's this? No, I'm taking off right now. I'm taking off. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 
I, I've never wanted to fly a plane, but after that movie, yeah, they do make I it seem cool. <laughs> they make it seem pretty cool. They do, they do make it seem There's pretty a cool. lot of buttons, though, you know. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have been talking about this in kind of reviews I've read, but uh, this movie really does seem like Tom Cruise is coming to grips with like his um, mortality. And the fact that like he can't do this forever. Yeah. And I thought they resolved that in a very touching way because I I guess in a very rough way, his kind of character arc is going from someone who's like kind of stuck in this arrested development of he's still a captain. He yeah. hasn't advanced in the military. He's single. His life hasn't really changed since his Top Gun days. And he's constantly pushing the limits and risking his life for really no purpose other just than like his own ego. And then through Goose's son and trying to look out for him and um, Demi Moore's character, he really kind of comes to realize he needs to slow down and like save other people and do this for others. And I thought that was like a really on the film level it worked but also like a meta way it seems like tom cruise is like i'm in the last hurrah kind of my of my time as an action movie star and i I thought it was cool that like he's or the movies is in and he's even acknowledging that like i can't do this forever you know and added a little bittersweetness to it yeah well uh i also in that vein just kind of like realizing you can't do it forever wanting to bring other people along with you and teach them the way of the don't think, just do. Uh, Miles Teller as an action star, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, he would be like a, like he wouldn't have been my first, like idea as somebody to be in action, be in an action movie. But uh, I thought he was great. I, I mean, thought, he can obviously yeah, act really well, he, but he's kind of disappeared for a little bit like he was everywhere for a while and then he kind of hasn't been in the forefront but he was really good in this but um what what was his name there the blonde guy in this movie oh i don't know glenn powell yeah he was so good yeah Uh, the guy who played hangman he was really hateable yeah but like he was really hateable but like in a really charismatic way yeah yeah like he just chewed Well, he was really kind of like he was really kind of like Maverick was in the original movie. Yeah. That was like his attitude kind of like larger than life. Like I'm the best. He was so cocky, but like it was kind of impressive. You're like, man, I wish I had that confidence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, one thing I was thinking during the movie was that literally everyone else from the previous movie has died. And Maverick is playing football on a beach with <laughs> yeah. with people like forty years younger than yeah. he is. I like that they went with football this in this movie, not volleyball. That yeah. was interesting. Me that was too. Nice little change of pace. Yeah. Also, what a chaotic made up game that was. I, I wanted know. to know the rules to that. Uh but you'll have to watch it to find out what the game Dude, was. It was so good. Like it it's just a blast. Um, it really is. I feel like we could just sit here and ramble on and on and on and on and on and on yeah. and on about it because we don't really know what we think because our hair was just blown okay. back. Yeah, we by really this movie. did just come down to earth. Like it's we're all disoriented. So yeah, it really is like you. After you watch it, you're just like, dang, that was like a ride. Yeah, 
Maybe it's just because it makes you feel like you're in a jet for some of the movie being jostled around. But um, no, I thought that it was, I thought it was really good. I thought that there was a really cool full circle uh, property to this movie. I thought mm-hmm. they honored the old movie without doing it too much. Yeah. They cut new ground where they needed to. The action was like, Tom, nobody does action like Tom Cruise. It's just the way, like, that's just the truth. Nobody does action like Tom Cruise does right now. And it had, it had, it had pretty much everything that you want and nothing you did it. Yeah. I mean, it pretty much just like, it did everything you wanted it to do. It's really hard to think of negatives other than like some pacing issues. Yeah. You know, like, and like I said, there were a couple of lines of dialogue that were like a little corny. Yeah. But it's like you want it. Like you kind of want that. Yeah. Because it's so it's like the original movie a little bit. Like it was an 80s movie and it was just a little like heavy handed with some of like the let's turn and burn, you know, and it's just like that you want that. That's fun. So, yeah, I I thought it was uh, I thought it was really good. I had a blast, man. I did. I did, too. Um, I definitely be open to seeing it again. Well, uh, Carly said that we need to take her and Anna. Okay. Yeah. So that can be an, our excuse to go see it again. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to, they're going to like be so annoyed at how into it we are. <laughs> Watch this part. It's like, yeah, I'm already watching. We're going to be, we're going to be talking to each other with our call signs. <laughs> what was just coffee stain? Coffee yeah. stain. Ghost, did you see that part? How did I end up with such a cool call sign and you end up with such a lame <laughs> but it's call fitting, sign? you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's I guess fitting. so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you want a do you want a lame one? I mean, I kind of did, like Bob. Oh, well, mm. and I'll stick with Ghost. It's okay, fine. yeah, stick with Ghost. I don't, I don't know. It, I'm, it, I'm afraid I'll touch on some deep insecurity if it, I just name something out. It really. <laughs> <laughs> what about a short, ugly guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a fitting name for you. Uh, <laughs> Awful human being. <laughs> awful, awful human being. Inconsiderate. <laughs> just, you should die. <laughs> you are wasting breath. We got inconsiderate coming up around yeah. uh, on our ear, on our six. Yeah. It really does kind of, whenever you do that, it does kind of sound like, does, a, uh, like a pilot. It sound like that? Yeah. Uh, coffee stain here. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're a pilot. Like, if you talk faster to where you just couldn't understand a word that they're yeah. saying. Why is it that pilots always talk so fast? It's like, they're going you fast. may as well have not talked at all. Dude, they're going they're going Mach 8 or whatever. Not on a commercial airline. Oh, you're talking about... Like on oh, Southwest, oh, there's like, guys. Was like <laughs> okay, we're taking off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why'd you even talk? Anyway. Yeah, that was great. No one's ever pointed that out before. <laughs> yeah, real topical. Uh, this is your captain speaking. <laughs> It's really tempting not to do that whenever you can just yeah. make your anyway. Yeah. This is your captain speaking. I just got divorced from my wife for twenty years. In <laughs> uh, other news, we're headed straight for the ground. <laughs> if I don't pull up soon, we're definitely all going to perish. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, well, the, the ground is looking very tempting right now. Um, <laughs> Uh, because I have no future. That's sweet, sweet ground. Yeah, yeah. Try taking half of this, Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> this got dark. Yeah. 
Uh, divorce jokes. Classic, man. Classic. All right. Uh, what should we rate this out of? Um, how many how many balls of fire would you give it oh, out of five? How many balls of fire out of five? Hmm, let's see. Or geese. It's really it's really hard because like part of me is like but it's right out of the theater. I'm like, man, I want to give this like every single star imaginable. But right. also I'm like trying to be realistic. Well and I don't I don't think it's like a perfect Whenever I'm rating things out of five, I don't think I'll ever rate something a five. I don't think it's possible. Well you you can't I think it's possible. I think there are some Well, because it's objective at the same right. time. So it's like you can like things more than one other thing. But you can't just give every thing. movie five. Like you got to make it special. You know. Yeah. What I mean? So I think for right now, kind of everything, everything considered, the fact that like yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it really reinvigorates my passion for cinema. It's so stinking fun. It's Tom Cruise doing what he does best. It's him raging against the machine, against the state of Hollywood nowadays. Let me pick a number in my head, and I want to see if it's the same okay. as yours. Um, I, I'm just going to let you know, like, I don't really get deep into the, like, you know, I don't go, like, four point. Oh, you're not doing points? Point three. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, then, all right. This will um, be easy. I, I, only, I only do holes and half. So, it's like, if it's if it's not a three, it's a three and a half. If it's not three and a half, it's a four. You know what I, mean? I got That's it. how I do it. I got it then. But, I, you know, I... I could be I could be changed. But anyway, like I'm saying, it has a solid enough emotional core. Yeah. It, um it's really basic, but it works it works on a meta level. The action, especially in that last half hour, is just breathtaking in IMAX. So with all that said, I'm gonna go four out of five balls of fire. <laughs> <laughs> we did make that difficult to yeah, say. Yeah, we did. Me? That was a mouthful. Yeah, four out of five balls of fire. I am open to going four Top and a gun. half, like on a rewatch. You I kind of I mean? thought you were going to go four and a half. I'm open to it, but right now I think I'm going to stick with four. Yeah, a, re- a really solid, complete four out yeah. of five. If we were doing points, I would have given it like a four point three. Yeah. Okay. If we're going to go points, let's 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 get a system and stick to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll do holes or halves. I just think things get too crazy when you put points. You know. <laughs> Oh, things are just too wild too whenever crazy, you put points man. in there. Can't okay, what, handle it. What are you going to do? Oh, you said 4.3. Yeah, but if we're going to do holes or halves, I think 4. four. Yeah. I I do. I am a little bit. I, neg- I I What's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to give it a four and a half yet. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. Trepidatious, if you will. I don't know if that's the right yeah, word or not. I enjoyed but, it the whole time but there definitely was like in the first hour moments where i was like okay like this it's 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 fun but it was kind of spinning its wheels a little bit i feel like it would have been but i feel like it would have been very easy for that movie to be all fan service yep and it wasn't oh yeah for sure and i think that there were some moments in the first hour of the movie that were those callbacks and like a little bit of stuff for the fans and stuff like that. But again, it was never too much in my opinion. So I agree with you, but also just kind of feel like you kind of had to have those slower parts of the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm trying to disagree with you more because the the last podcast was the nature of a, a movie that's plotted like this, where it's like, okay, we have one specific mission to do and how storytelling works is you got to save that moment for the end. So you got to find things to do until that mission happens. So right. 
training. And so I just felt like a lot of the... A lot of the training introduces you to the characters and how the characters work, which is great. But it gets to a point where you're like on like the seventh training exercise where you're like, okay, well, nothing of like importance or like drastic, um, like narrative weight or dramatic weight is happening. I mean, from a training standpoint, I was when they started the last phase of the training, which was the most difficult phase of the training. That's when everything really kicked into gear. It did, but I was like, why haven't we been doing this the whole time? The whole time. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Because this seems like the best way to train for this mission. I really, when it comes down to it, I had a difference in philosophy whenever it came to what to teach. Oh, oh, you disagreed with Maverick? I disagreed with Maverick on how to teach them. I think that we should have jumped to that last training session. I think the football training session was good. That's good team building. Yeah. But then we should have just been running the whole course as much as we could. You know what I mean? From start to finish. Yeah. You'll know what I mean whenever you watch it. Yeah. Well, yeah, again, like there's like a section of the movie where like nothing of consequence is happening. And and I thought they would add Maverick is like, if you can't, if you can't balance an egg on a spoon in your mouth while, (laughs) while you run across the airfield, then you're you're not going to be able to do this. Upside down 30, 30,000 feet in the air. Yeah. Uh, no, but, and, and they kind of open this right where it's like only six of you can go. And there's like, you know, 12, but the know. rest of you will still be so in the movie. I thought they would add like dramatic weight and like tension by like slowly cutting people off. It definitely felt like and they didn't do that. Nobody like, really cared if they were on the mission or not. I think certain people yeah. wanted to be on the mission, but it was like almost a death sentence. Yeah. It felt like. So it seemed like everybody was basically like, look, I'm good if you just want me to hang out on the I, ship but, too. But not to sound too negative, I will say when it was time to like up the stakes, it really upped the stakes. Yeah. And then you're like gripping your armrest and holding a stranger's hand. And Maverick did what only Maverick could do in a couple yeah. of the moments in the movie. He really comes through and like as a character, I feel like he just never lost sight of his maverick ways. His maverick you know what I mean? Ways, yeah. That's a good way to put it, ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, coffee stain. Thanks, man. That really sounds like I'm putting you down. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> like, you're nothing but a coffee stain to me. Hey, man, I wear my coffee stain proudly. That's the only way you can, man. That's the only way you can. Loud and proud. Yeah. Well... It's are you, been. Are you to the point where if you spill coffee on your shirt, you just don't even change it anymore? No, You're there's just no like, point. I do have a strange like dedication to a shirt. If I've started to wear a shirt during a day and I spill yeah. something on it, I'm like, well, I got to get a whole day out of it. Well, to get completely off topic, you know what I found is a really annoying. Oh yeah, take us completely off yeah. topic. Now. You know what I found is a really annoying stain that like some somehow is like really difficult to get out. Coffee. A pin mark. <laughs> oh, a pin mark. Dude, those things. Why are you getting pin marks on your clothes? Because I constantly have to have a pin on me at work because like I'm signing, like I, I deal with couriers a lot. So I have to like sign forms and like initial things. Like uh, I keep a pin in my pocket. So I'm constantly pulling it in and out. And so sometimes when I'm pulling it, it writes out on your pants or your on my shirt. pants or my shirt. And it's just like, those things don't come out, man. Really? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I, used I was going to wear, gonna say coffee was annoying because you have to walk around all day with it on your shirt, knowing yeah. that it's going to come out in the wash. Well, if if you catch a coffee stain early, you can kind of blot it down real well. And I find most of the it. time, co- <laughs> what are we talking about? I find doing? most of the time coffee comes out. Yeah. In the wash. Yeah. No, I, I don't think I've ever had like a lingering coffee stain. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> 
four out of five balls of fire. Yeah. Four out of five four, wings. Four out of five balls of four point three. Four out of five wingmen. Balls of fire. Wingmans. Yeah. We got a coffee stain and ghost. Coffee stain coming and ghost. at you. Yeah. So that has been a review of Top Gun Maverick. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, hey, on this long Memorial Day weekend, well, this might be airing after Memorial Day. Go back in time to Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And watch Top Gun Maverick. It's exactly it is worth right. it. Yeah, it is. It is worth it. Go see it. I will say people that have not been to the movies that I know are going to see like they were going to see yeah. this on opening night. Oh, dude. Where it was just like people are coming out for it and I'm just I'm loving it. It's awesome. Yeah. I love when people rally behind a movie. Yeah, that, like, get back in the theaters. We were walking out and people were like talking like, about the movie so excited. Yeah, people like dude, like people I didn't even think were in the demographic. Like there was like a teenage girl going like I didn't know if Maverick was gonna make it or not. And I was yeah. like, what and then is there was happening? like a sixty five year old man that was like, They really had me fooled there. They At really one point I didn't fooled. know what was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like everybody was out in the like lobby area of our theater just like loving Top Gun. It was <laughs> really, really like endearing. Yeah, it was. It's a really um, beautiful scene tonight at the uh, Edwardsville AMC. Yeah. Again, like I said at the top of this, I love movies. I love movies. Me too. And I love movies that make me remember how much I love movies. You know what, Andrew? I love watching movies with you. Oh, thanks a lot, Ghost. <laughs> You're welcome. Dude, Coffee stain. You. <laughs> You've been my wingman since like sixth grade. That's right, baby. Yeah. We've been well, spilling coffee on you, and I say we. Yeah. From day one. Yeah, man. Even before I drank coffee. Yeah. I'll have a cup of coffee sometimes, yeah. and I'll trip, and it'll splatter on you and not on me. Yeah. That's well, how prone you are to spilling coffee on yourself. Well, it's been a pleasure all these years to be your wingman as we watch all these great movies, and here's to many more. Especially the new Mission Impossible coming out next year, which I cannot wait for after this. Uh, yeah, I need to uh, I need to go home and watch Fallout on repeat Yes, before that happens. All right, appreciators. I think that wraps it up for this episode. Um, Bottom line, go see Top Gun yeah. Maverick. Yeah, if you want to listen or watch our episodes early, you can go to patreon.com slash why it's great. That supports the YouTube channel and our podcast. Um, if you are watching right now and you want to hear the full discussion, because what you just watched was an edited collection of moments, you can go into the description and find the links to the podcast episodes and vice versa. If you're just listening to audio, you can go to the video. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Join one of these us. days we're going to get around to a movie commentary. Yes, we will. Well, it's been a tough couple weeks. Yeah, it's been tough. Uh, Poor Augie was sick. Augie was the so it was so sick in his year and a half of life. I've never seen him this sick. He was really down and out for a while. Carly decided that it was the perfect time to start a house project during oh, that. Perfect. So that's been going on as well. Um, and uh, I have had weddings last weekend and this weekend. So I've been. Uh, working mm. weddings and stuff yeah. too so just crazy busy times well but we will get one down and get yeah. it to despite you despite all that we will continue to give you the best podcast and video content that we can yeah that's, that's right that's our promise and 
pop on over to iTunes, pop on over to Spotify, rate leave us. a review. Yeah. Rate us. Leave even if comment. it's not, even if it's not four fireballs out of five, Yeah, you know, rate us, comment, let us know how we're doing so we can, uh, so we can keep making it better. Yeah. Well, with that being said, this has been Ghost and Coffee Stain. Signing out. <laughs>